Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Yonah Brick B, and this is Chapter 132, and I am back. I'm finally back. I am back in the One Man Renegade home studios. Uh, hopefully, because of this, I'll have a more regularly kind of scheduling on my podcast, although I don't know what that means exactly because I've never really had a regular schedule for my podcast, but uh, I, they should be more frequent anyways, I, I imagine, um, but um, in any event, uh, let's get to it. Also, wait, before we get to it, um, also, um, if you follow me along on all my social media and and, all, and everything, um, uh, the YouTube channel has been a bit, uh, let's say, uh, uh, neglected as of late uh but that should change too hopefully uh they'll buy the well hopefully as everything goes to schedule back uh coming this coming tuesday uh everything will be back on schedule and we'll have daily videos for the foreseeable future fingers crossed hopefully that all goes according to plan so go check out the uh youtube channel one man renegade podcast on youtube just search it and the YouTube search bar and bring up the channel and go watch all the videos. There's a ton of videos already up there if you haven't seen them. So go check that out. Subscribe, like, share, all that grand stuff. Uh, but as far as the podcast goes, um, we have plenty to talk about today. Um, there's lots of stuff going on, lots of stuff coming up, uh, lots of stuff to talk about since, uh, you know, haven't done one of the, you know, one of the standard uh, full-length uh, podcasts in a bit. Um, so let's get started. And as always... Kicking things off with the matinee moments. Um, so, <laughs> I wish I had more to talk about um, in terms of uh, movies I've actually seen and kind of reviewing, but I haven't actually watched any movies uh, <laughs> recently. I mean, at least not movie movies. I watched, like, I've been watching a lot of the horror movies that are on AMC and sci fi recently. Uh, and I wouldn't even say I've been watching all of them, I've just been throwing them on in the background as I'm doing other things or whatever. And uh, watching all the old classic horror films and whatnot. Um, also, it was Back to the Future Day the other day. And they had all the Back to Futures on sci-fi. Uh, I mean, and when you say Back to the Future Day, it's kind of weird now. Because it's like, you know, people always like, oh, it's the Future Day. It's like so October 21st, 2015 was the day they went in the future, Back to the Future 2. And are like, okay, that's cool. But it already happened. So now it's in the past anyways. But it's like, why not October 26th? Because that's the day when, like, he goes to the past. Or why not November 5th? That's the day that he he ends up in the past. And, like, there's so many days. They're all in the fall, randomly. But um, there's, like, you know, there's certain... I mean, there's certain those days. It's like, you know, everyone always goes to October 21st because that was the day he goes in the future. But it's like, yeah, but in 1985... It actually starts off October 25th, and then 26th as the, you know, by the time they do all the all the uh, stuff at the mall. But then he goes back in time, and it's November 5th when he gets in 1955, but then he goes back on November 12th. It's like, why specifically October 21st? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it made sense in 2015, um, because that was the actual day. But now that that's in the past, it's like... 2015, 1985, 1955, it's all the past. So, like, you could use any of those specific dates that they re- reference in the um, in the movies. Um, and so, I don't know. But, regardless, they were on. I don't know. Maybe they are on the 25th or 26th. I haven't actually checked the schedule. But enough about Back to the Future. Let's get to the current. Um, and, well, I guess 
maybe the future because no, no movies are coming out really soon. I mean, yes, there are movies trickling in and out of the theaters here and there, um, but nothing major. Everything major seems to keep on getting pushed back and pushed back. Um, you know, when we're going to actually see some of those big blockbuster movies, I don't know. Like, I mean, some movies are coming out like, uh, what was the big one coming out this week? Or maybe it was last week, I should say. Uh, the Liam Neeson movie came out last weekend in the theaters. It did marginally well, I suppose, given the current, you know, situation. Um, I don't even know if there's any new ones coming out this week. But, you know, but the kind of the biggest news, I suppose, um, in terms of movies coming out, and specifically today, as I'm recording on the 23rd of October, the new Borat movie is out. First of all, didn't even know they were making a Borat movie. Second of all, how the hell do you make a Borat movie in 2020? Um, who the hell doesn't know Borat? I mean, you know, it's like, you know, in the first one, when he was going around fooling people, it's like, oh, I, you know, you know, if you weren't familiar with the Ali G show or something, yeah, you might not have known who Borat was, but now it's like, uh, how do you not know who Borat is? So I haven't watched it, so I don't really know. Maybe they kind of delve into that a bit more and... Maybe it's a bit more staged and stuff than some of the first movie was. I don't know. But it's not in the theaters. It's just on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can go watch it right now for free on Amazon. I'll probably check it out at some point. Um, but again, I just don't know how that's going to really work. Like, I don't know. I just feel like in 2006, I believe, when the movie came out. And a lot of that stuff was probably filmed prior to, obviously, 2006. So whatever whatever years it were were yeah it wasn't wasn't common was borat wasn't uh you know um a common you know household thing sure it existed sure it was on the ali g show and whatever all the other sasha baron cohen stuff and you know he he'd been on like conan o'brien and stuff i think uh prior to that as borat or whatever or whatever shows i don't know he's been on he had been on stuff i knew of borat before the borat movie came out but the most public pe persona um, of, well, the most, like, you know, I guess the mo majority of the public, I, I would guess, wouldn't know who he was. And so he could trick a lot of people when he was doing his uh, things. But it's just like, I don't know who's falling for Borat these days. But, I don't know, check it out, see what happens. Uh, sorry, there's someone backing up outside my house for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Uh... But I apologize for that noise. Um, but yeah, so Borat, Amazon, but also coming to Amazon, coming to Amazon. See what I did there? Yeah, you, you, you'll find out in a second. Coming to America, not coming to America. Although coming to America might be on Amazon Prime, I don't know. But coming to America, the number two, uh, the sequel, that was supposed to come out in theaters. I want to say it was originally supposed to come out in June, and then I got bumped back to December, uh... I think it was Paramount owned the rights. They were like, you know what? I, what? What are we doing with this? And Amazon came along and said, like, hey, we'll buy that from you. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Fine, because we don't know, you know, we, we don't know when this, when and if this movie is going to head, 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 end up in theaters. So whatever, you guys take it. So Amazon just bought it, and now they're gonna. I think they're doing a limited like theater run, but it's just gonna be on Amazon Prime sometime in December, uh, for you, for your Christmas watching, uh, you know. Uh, Christmas present watching, I don't know, whatever, um, uh, needs. So yeah, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, all the, all the gang from coming to America or coming to America are going to be on Amazon Prime coming 
at you in December. And, you know, it's a smart move. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's kind of getting to that point where it's like, you know, we don't know when and if, you know, theaters are going to be back to what, you know, what they were. Maybe never. Who knows? But just in terms of like having those blockbuster movies opening up in the theaters, um, you know, to what degree are people going to go to want to go to the theaters to see, you know, movies? And yeah, maybe for like the big time releases, uh, you know, like a Marvel or a Star Wars or, you know, Avatar, or whatever, you know, those those movies keep getting delayed. I mean, those movies keep getting delayed even before the virus was was a thing but uh still they got delayed again uh, of course um but um you know the big blockbuster movies and while coming to america you know has that uh you know you know kind of uh nostalgic feel to it from the 80s or was it yeah 80s um i forget what year it was specifically but you know obviously did well um and yeah, if you put out a sequel right away, it probably would have been a huge blockbuster movie. Um, but here we are, 30 years later, whatever whatever it is, 30 plus years later. And, you know, we've seen that in the past where that doesn't necessarily, hasn't worked. Dumb and Dumber 2 didn't work. Um, you know, Zoolander 2 didn't work. Uh, you know, and that's even not, not nearly as long of a gap for either of those. But, you know, I mean, I think the resurgence of Eddie Murphy last year when he did SNL and he had the uh, Dolomite Is My Name movie come out. I don't know. It's, I just feel like you, you were trying to jump on that. And if this movie had come out in June, maybe that works. Um, and if this movie comes out in regular times when people are going to the movies more regularly, that maybe works. But now you don't know what people are going to go back to the movies and if they're going to go back to the movies and if they're going to risk going to the movies and, and whatever, um, you know, depending on, you know, their situation, you're going to go see the big time movies that you're going to want to see in the movie theater, like a Star Wars or a Marvel. I mean, not that there's any Star Wars movies coming out anytime soon. Um, we'll talk about Star Wars in a little bit, but that it's not, 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 not coming out in the screens, uh, the big screen. Um, but, um, yeah, you're going to want to see one of those big grand movies. And here's the thing. Those are all piling up because they're not getting released. Nothing, no, no big action, you know, uh, you know, comic book type, you know, blockbuster movies came out any, at this year. Uh, outside of, you know, you know, some like some of them, the very beginning of the year. And even then it's like, well, you know, birds of prey, I suppose. It's like, yeah, well, I don't know. But it's like, you know, obviously your Black Widow never came out. Your um, Morbius, you know, didn't come out. The Venom didn't come out. Um, you know, all those movies that were supposed to be the big summer movies. Fast and Furious didn't come out. Uh, James Bond didn't come out. You know, those big time movies didn't come out. Well, they're going to come out eventually. I mean... And if it ends up being in theaters, there's going to be a bit of a, um, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a, uh, you know, a traffic jam at the theaters when it comes to these big movies that are all getting held back to be in theaters. And I don't, you know, I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know when, 
um, it's going to be normal and those movies will get released in the theaters. I mean, obviously we saw Tenant was kind of the, you know, big movie to come out and, you know, that's, it's done okay, but, you know, not nearly to the degree of what it should have done, um, theoretically, um, if it had come out in theaters, the normal, you know, the normal, normal times or, you know, the normal kind of, um, situation. Um, so, yeah, so a movie like Coming to America or Borat, let's say, if that had, if they just wait, if they'd waited and held on and released that sometime down in the future when it's going up against a Jurassic World or a, you know, one of the Fast and Furious movies or a Marvel film or something like that, it just can get buried and no one's going to go see it. So if you put it on Amazon and release it, you know, on a random Friday in December on Amazon, people are going to, people are going to watch it, check it out. And that's ultimately where people are going to see it eventually down the line anyways. So it's like, why waste your time with all your, um, with all the difficulties of putting it in a theater, um, and marketing and, and everything for your, you know, the Paramount network, you know, Paramount, or I think it was Paramount that owned it when, you know, Amazon just easily can do that. Like that. It's like, Oh, amazon.com. Oh, it's just all coming to America all over the place. Oh, it's also, if you have Prime, sign up, or don't have Prime, sign up for Prime right now. Free shipping, all this stuff, um, and you also get Coming to America. And, I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense to me. And, you know, Paramount gets their money back, and the lawn guys are here, because of course they are, because they always come on Thursdays, and I record it on Friday, and now they're here on Fridays. Of course. All right. All right, sorry about that. I think the lawn guys are finally done. It actually wasn't even my lawn guys, it was next door so whatever but anyways uh i don't even know what i was talking about but let's get back to it um uh the one other kind of noteworthy thing for movies that i wrote down to talk about was fast and furious now i briefly mentioned how it got delayed obviously uh so fast fast and furious 9 still hasn't come out it's supposed to come out next april or may next may i believe now um right um yeah, next May. Uh, it actually was originally supposed to come out 2018, but then they decided to do Hobbs and Shaw. Then that came out in 2018. I got pushed back to 2019. And then obviously with Virus, I got pushed back to 2000. Or no. No, I take that back. It was originally supposed to come out in 2019. Then when they announced Hobbs and Shaw, it was supposed to come out in 2020. It got pushed back to 2020. Then with the Virus, got pushed back to 2021. But the big news now is that they decided they're going to end the series after Fast and Furious 11. Which they had only previously announced 10 prior. So basically they're like, hey, we're actually going to do 11th one. We haven't even started on 10 yet. But we're going to do 11th one and that's going to be the final one. So as far as the main line of Fast and Furious series, it doesn't mean they won't spin off other things which they've already spun off, spun off Hobbs and Shaw. They might spin off some other stuff. Who knows? Whatever. I mean, there's so many of these movies and they keep making money. People go see them. So there's no reason not to keep making them in some form or another. Whether it does, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily the mainline Fast and Furious films. They can do Hobbs and Shaw. They can do some other spin offs. Whatever. It don't matter. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's noteworthy, I guess. Justin Lin is going to. Uh, direct the final two. Uh, he's doing. He did the ninth one as well. Um, and uh, yeah. So, 
And he had done number... I forget which ones he had done. He, he didn't do eight, because that was... Uh, What's-his-face? Um, but he had done... A few of them. I, I can't remember. I don't know. Um, there it goes. He's going to finish it up and do... Uh, 9, 10, 11, and finish it off, I suppose, uh, whatever that means, uh, but, uh, yeah, little noteworthy stuff, but, um, all right, I guess that's enough, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff I should have talked about that I didn't talk about, I mean, um, you know, lots of rumors about certain things, I know the rumor right now is for the Spider-Man, uh, movie, there's gonna be, like, 15 different Spider-Mans in it or something, which is on the heels of the Batman, uh, not the Batman, but in the Flash movie, there's going to be a bunch of Batmans. So it's like, there's a bunch of Batmans, a bunch of Spider-Mans. They're all going to be spidering and batting together. Whatever. Uh, but there's all kind of just rumors and hearsay. We don't really know specifically what's going to be what until what is it and when it is is unknown at the moment as everything's kind of delayed. So we'll just be wait and see on that. Um yeah, um, so let's move on to some TV news. The small screen sweeps, as I like to call it. Uh, Walking Dead finally returned and had their finale of sorts, but then they're going to come back with new episodes next year that are a continuation of this season before they do next season. And then that's the last season, but it's a double season. But then they're spinning off into like a couple different shows. But that aren't the shows that they've already spun off into, which is Fear the Walking Dead, which is now back for season, whatever season it is. And then also The World Beyond, which has just started up as well. Uh, yeah, there's still a lot of Walking Dead to go. Uh, we're not done with The Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know how the ratings have been, but uh, obviously it's not what it was, you know, five, six, seven years ago when it was uh, absolutely dominating the ratings. Um, but um, yeah, I mean... You know, I've caught up on Fear of the Walking Dead, so I'm gonna I'm watch, watching it now. Uh, World Beyond is, I don't know, it's okay, I suppose. Uh, but, uh, you know, the finale, or whatever, was kind of like, oh, wait, what was going on? I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, Maggie's back. Oh, wait, what else is happening? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, wait, I gotta wait, uh, like, three more months until the rest of this? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, well... I don't know. It was kind of like weird. It was like, why even bother do that one episode and then having to wait again if you're going to do more? Like, I suppose I get it if it was just going to be, all right, that's done. Finally finish that episode. Get it over with. We'll see you for the next season. But now they're going to do like part of a season, but it's partly this season, but it's its own thing, but it's not its own thing. It's just confusing. Uh, but anyways, um, other stuff going on. I finally got around to watching... Well, it just had its finale. So I was like, okay, I should probably watch this show. I was looking for a new show to watch. Um, so Lovecraft Country, uh, which is on was on HBO, just had its season finale last Sunday. Uh, been hearing some crazy things about it. So I was like, all right, I should check this out. And yeah, it's, it's kind of a bonkers show. Um, you know, if you haven't watched it or haven't heard anything about it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit all over the place, I guess. So the basic premise is it's set in the 1950s, 60s. I'm a little confused exactly what the time period is initially. I think it's supposed to be the 50s. Uh, it's in Chicago. It's about a black family. 
And so, you know, 1950s in Chicago, black family, sure, there's going to be a lot of uh, racial oppression and, and, you know, kind of that sort of whole uh, dynamic uh, in terms of the storyline. But it's not, it's only partially about that because, yeah, while that's definitely an element because of the time period it's set in, that's really not what the show's about. It's like this crazy science fiction story. There's like cults and there's time travel and there's monsters and there's, you know, uh, ghosts and haunted houses. And like, it's like certain episodes are like, it's almost kind of completely different genres. Like there's one that's kind of like haunted house, but there's one where like they're trapped in the woods and there's one where they have to travel through time. And there's one where, they, you know, they they go on like a kind of an adventure, Indiana Jones style to find this thing that they need to find. It's, you know, it's it, it's kind of all over the place. It's it's it's, it's it was good. It, you know, it was, you know, um, <laughs> you know, there's lots of sex and violence and all sorts of nonsense that uh, obviously don't watch it with your kids. But uh, um, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit all over the place. Uh, it it was good. Um, you know, I didn't really know anything about it. I think it's based off a book or something um or something yeah but uh yeah it's crazy and i mean you know given the way it ended certainly there's room for more um i mean i don't know that there was necessarily plans to do more i don't really know the background on it i mean you know, a lot of these shows these days, they come on and it's like, well, is this a limited series? Is it a special thing? Is it going to be a one-off thing? Is it going to be anthology where next year, you know, it'll be back, but it'll be something completely different? You know, because then like Watchmen came out last year and it was like, oh, we're going to kind of continue the story from like what it was, but it's not really based off anything prior. It's going to be its own thing. But then it's like, okay, this could be, you know. It could lead to something new, but then it's like, no, we're done. That's it. It was just going to be a one-off. So I don't know. I don't really know what the plan is. I haven't really looked into it too much. Um, You know, I just finished watching it. So, um, you know, I kind of need a moment to like digest it before kind of figuring out, oh, they're doing more of this. I mean, I'd imagine they would, but I imagine they would have done more uh, Watchmen. So I don't know. Um, We'll see. But again, it could be one of those things where like, yeah, we're bringing it back, but it's based off this different family this time around or whatever you know it could be very uh you know uh kind of uh like um true detective in that way or something i don't know no idea but um yeah it was pretty good it, it was you got hbo go ch- i i would highly recommend checking it out um um but yeah um what else is going on i watched uh bl- i'm watch i'm in the middle haven't finished yet of watching the haunting of Bly Manor. Um, it's kind of the, it's it's not really. It's by the same people who did Haunting Hill House on Netflix. Uh, it's on Netflix, um, and you know it's it's not really connected. And it's kind of similar to like American Horror Story, where it's got all the same sort of people in it, but it's a completely different story. Um, I'm almost done. I got a couple episodes to go, I believe. Um, it's not as good, I would say, as, uh, as Hill House. It's a little slow. Like, I feel like they're finally starting to get into some of the good stuff, and it's like, oh, wait, there's only, like, two episodes left. 
what the, why did they wait so long to kind of get into like the more of the the kind of the you know the the the, the horror-y ghostly stuff where it's like you spent a whole bunch of these episodes kind of establishing the characters and i get that but it's kind of like well you know nothing's happening <laughs> you know it's like okay that's cool i, I get their backgrounds now but it's like what's happening why is it but you know you know fine uh but i don't know um you know lots of um i don't know it's just something to, it, I, yeah it, it's 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 i don't i don't want to say it's disappointing but given what the haunting of hill house was what this is what you expected it to kind of be based off of that and you know it's it is it's there but it's just like i feel like there's just not enough going on it's kind of like meh all right that episode what happened you know it's like uh nothing um and, and the presentation of it's a bit weird too like it starts off with like you're at like this party or something in 2007 and this woman's like telling the story of what happened in 1987 but it's like they don't really go back to that but then randomly like they'll bring in like they'll the you they'll kind of like remind you oh this is the woman telling the story and it's like oh wait who's that voice why is this why is there like a why is there a a narration over this oh right this this woman telling the story but it's not like there's not enough of it to like remind so you you forget and it's like oh wait that's right because they haven't gone back to that at all i mean you know where i am in the season so far but then just randomly at points they'll have the woman be like telling the story and it's like wait what oh yeah it's just it's just kind of weird how they present presented it in that way where it's this woman telling a story from the past but the future from when the story was i know that makes no sense but yeah because i was confused about the time setting i'm like Wait, so there was that thing, but she's telling a story, but when was that supposed to be? It's like 2007 telling a story about 1987. It's like, okay, but then within the 1987, there's kind of flashbacks and stuff of stuff that happened before, before that. Although, I don't want to ruin it too much. They're kind of flashbacks or kind of not flashbacks. It's a bit confusing. But it's also confusing in the sense that it's like, well, wait a minute. Wait, this is just this woman telling the story. And it's kind of like, well... It doesn't really make sense given what's going on but whatever i i'm assuming they're going to tie it together somehow at the end uh which i haven't gotten to yet so don't ruin it for me i'll probably have watched it by the time this evening goes up but that's not the point all right what else am i watching i watched uh, on netflix watched a black summer didn't know too much about it so i was like all right this is kind of interesting it's kind of you know halloweeny halloweenish type show or something i guess it's kind of Walking Dead-ish. I don't know. That's the best way to explain it. It's a bit weird, though, because, like, it's, like... I think it was ten episodes. I could be wrong about that. Might have been eight. It was eight or ten. But, like, all the episodes were completely different time... Like, timelines. Or not timelines, I should say. Time... Lengths. Uh, like, one episode was, like, an hour. The next episode was, like, 20 minutes. The next episode was like 40 minutes. And I was like, why is this all over the place? But 
But it was kind of like the way they presented it was like sections. So it's kind of like, I guess they felt like, okay, this episode will have these three sections and that, that will last an hour. But this next episode will only have two sections and those will only be 40 minutes. Or, you know, however, they decided to break it up. But it is kind of weird because you're like watching it. And it's like, all right, do I have enough enough time for another episode? Oh, wait, this episode's only 20 minutes for some reason. Okay, fine, I'll watch it. <laughs> Whereas, like, oh, this ep- next episode is an hour. It's like, what? Why Why is one episode an hour and one episode's 20 minutes? It's kind of weird the way they did it that way. But I feel like it was because the way they had it set up in, like, these sections. The sections didn't necessarily have to be within specific episodes. They just broke it up that way as a way to watch it, I guess, suppose. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird. But... In any event, it was fine, but it's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of Walking Dead. At least, like, early Walking Dead, I suppose. Um, where you're kind of following along these different people as this whole zombie apocalypse thing is going on. It's fine. Um, I guess they're going to do another season, though, so um, we'll check it out then. Uh, what else? What did I write down? All right, so some of the other shows. Goldberg's finally came back on Wednesday, although Schooled got canceled. So now I don't know how they're quite going to do that. They're going to bring back all the people that were in Schooled back into Goldberg's. I mean, the Tim Meadows character was already on one of the new episodes, so I'm guessing they will somehow. I don't know, but um, yeah, um, Goldberg's. Yeah, I've always been a fan of that show, so it's back. Um, all the Fox cartoons are back. Bob's Burger, Family Guy, Simpsons. They're supposed to have, Simpsons is supposed to have the Treehouse of Horror, uh, 31? Or 32? What? I don't even know what number they're up to at this point. Uh, this past Sunday, but then baseball delayed it, so now it's gonna be on after, thank, uh, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, no, after Halloween, in November. Which is always funny when they do that. Um, haven't done that in a while, though. Uh, but uh, yeah, so whatever. We'll see how that goes. Um, been watching some game shows because I feel like they've been putting on a lot of game shows on TV uh, recently because of maybe COVID related. They can easily do game shows instead of producing television shows. I don't know. But the wall has been kind of back and sort of. It's like it's been on a couple weeks and then it was off a couple weeks and then it's back on. I don't know. Uh, but uh, they brought back The Weakest Link, which is interesting. Um, it's always a frustrating watch. And, I don't, you know, obviously it's been about 20 years or so since it was first on. Um, but it was always kind of a frustrating watch because, you know, obviously you're dealing with these people playing with each other but against each other. And it's like they never they never seem to get um, a lot of money. It's like, oh, it's like you went through all these rounds and you could potentially get millions of dollars i suppose i forget how the math works out uh how much like the top prize could possibly be but they always like never do it and it's like oh you're here you're paying for twenty dollars twenty dollars it's like oh that was fun an hour long for twenty dollars i mean i know it's not twenty dollars but like it always seems like the the reward isn't very high on those shows just because the people don't work well together uh, in order to get the money price up in the wall obviously like they could end up leaving with nothing i mean that's just part of the game show but i feel like that at some point there's always like a million dollars on the line uh at least um and then who wants to be a millionaire obviously for a million dollars now it's weird the way they're doing it now they brought it back you know they had it on back in the spring it's celebrity but now they're doing celebrity but like 
also like first responders. So it's like they'll do a celebrity, but then they'll do a first responder. At least so far. I don't know. It's only been back for one episode. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, obviously, uh, hosting. Obviously, Regis passed away. So uh, they did a little tribute to him uh, this past week. Um, but uh, yeah. And finally, uh, I'm going to have to give a little bit of a preview because it's not out yet. It starts back up on Friday, next Friday. As next, I think it's next Friday. Yeah, it must be. A week from today, as I'm recording this, The Mandalorian will be back um, on Disney Plus, so I could get to dust off Disney Plus and actually watch it for something. <laughs> I don't think I've watched anything on Disney Plus in quite a while. Um, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm fa- fine and happy to subscribe to it because I do the triple threat match with ESPN Plus and Hulu, and I watch plenty of Hulu and ESPN Plus for UFC stuff. Um and, and sports and whatever. But the Disney stuff, I just, I haven't watched a ton of Disney stuff. I don't know. Uh, for me, you know, The Mandalorian, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know it's all on there. I know all the Star Wars are on there. I know all the Marvel stuff's on there. But I have I, I've previously all bought all that stuff before on DVD and whatnot. So it's like I already have it all. But whatever, regardless, it's all there in a nice, happy little space. Um, except for Incredible Hulk and the Spider-Mans. But regardless. Um, yeah, so Mandalorian coming back. Uh, new season. Um, I think it's eight episodes, but they do weekly. So once a week for the next eight weeks, I suppose. Uh, then WandaVision will start up, I believe. After that's done. Sometime in December. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. Is that math workout? Maybe not. Maybe WandaVision will be back before Mandalorian's done. I don't know. I can't do math. I don't even know. I don't think they've actually set a date for WandaVision. Just sometime in December, I believe. That's what they said. I could be wrong about that, though. Um, that looks really interesting, but... Mandalorian back on fri- next Friday. So that'd be fun to watch. Um, you know, week-to-week stuff's a little... A little daunting for some people, you know. Everyone would like it rather just drop it all at once and watch it, but um, yeah, there we go. So, Mandalorian next week, check it out. Uh, all right, moving on. We let's go on to what do I do next. Games for Greg. All right. So first of all, first off and foremost, uh, well, maybe not foremost, but first off, uh, I didn't get around to playing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the Sega Genesis. Whoops, my bad. I should have. Um, I'll get to it at some point. It shouldn't really take me too long, I don't think. But uh, I'll check it out at some point. I have been playing Super Mario 35 recently, though. Uh, if you're not familiar with Super Mario 35. So they recently just had the Super Mario Brothers 35th um, anniversary of the original Super Mario Brothers game. Not Mario Brothers. That one came out for. And Mario obviously was along in Donkey Kong before that. Um, although he was Jumpman. But, um, yeah, Super Mario Brothers, the one that came out on the NES, uh, had its 35th anniversary. Um, and they released a bunch of, they released and have, will release a bunch of different stuff. They had the Super Mario Brothers 3D All-Star uh, collection for the Switch that came out. But on the Nintendo Switch Online, in addition to putting on Super Mario All-Stars for the S Super Nintendo, which they put on the, the Super Nintendo um 
online stuff, they added a new game called Super Mario Bros. 35. So, if you're familiar at all with the Switch and in, in their online service, they had this thing called Tetris 99, where it's basically, you're paying Tetris, but it's against 99 other people, and you're trying. You know, when you knock out your blocks, you send them to over to other games, and that gets dropped on them, and, you know, they're trying to send them back to you, and it's just all over the place, and eventually you want to be the final person left still playing. Well, that's basically what Super Mario Bros. 35 is, except you're playing Super Mario Brothers. Now, obviously, if you're just playing straight up to Mario Brothers, that wouldn't really be too much of a challenge. Well, not necessarily. Uh, you know, so it's, you know, it's there's a bunch of different rules. So you're trying to knock out everyone. So everyone get knocked out and you want to be the last one standing. But, like, you only start off with 35 seconds. But every time you kill a Goomba or some sort of enemy, you get more time added on. But also, if you get power-ups, you can get more time added on. Uh, but you get coins, the coins that you can then use to buy power-ups, which then can be used to, you know, either get more time or to power you up to, you know, depending on what you are already. So, like, if you, you're already big and you get another mushroom, you just get more time added on. Uh, but anytime you kill an enemy, you send them to someone else's game. So, all of a sudden, you have a million different Goombas just dropped on your screen because, you know, those were get sent. Or you can have Bowers just randomly in a stage get dropped on your screen. Because someone beat the Bowser in one of their games. Uh, but it does also, the other thing is it doesn't go in order. So most games do start off at 1-1. But then you might go to 1-3. Or you might go to 2-1. Or you might go to 2-3. Or then you might go back to 1-1. It doesn't go in any specific order in terms of... Well, I think there is an order. But it doesn't go in chronological order of the game. So you don't go 1-1, then 1-2, then 2 one three one four everyone picks a level at the beginning of the game so the 35 people you can pick a level now you have to have unlocked the level to pick it but you pick a level and i think then it just randomizes those levels that got picked into the order that you go through but also you can also go through the warp pipes and throw everything off too i'm not 100 sure how it works specifically i just know you pick a level when you start the game but that's not the level you necessarily start at i think every single game i've played except for maybe one or two has always started one one um i think the other ones that i started one two um so it's very fast and furious not 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 <laughs> not not talking about fast and furious again but it's very fast and chaotic i suppose is maybe the better word um and you get a bunch of goombas now I've done okay so far. I've won a few games. I'm not like the greatest Super Mario Brothers player of all time or nothing like that. But I've won a few games. It is fun. Uh, but it's only a limited time thing. Uh, supposedly it's only be up for six months. It dropped October 1st and it's going to be gone on April 1st, supposedly. Um, we'll see how that ends up working out down the line. Maybe they'll switch it up. So maybe they'll switch over to Super Mario Brothers 2 or something like that. Or 3 or something. Maybe we'll switch up the game. I can't imagine them just getting completely rid of it. That would be stupid. Because it seems really fun and see, people seem to like it. So why would you get rid of it? It's a dumb thing to do. Nintendo seems to do that a lot though. Go out and try to find a Super um, a Super NES Classic or an NES Classic right now. Not happening. Um, or unless you want to pay a lot of money. But it's like, why would you do that? But at least with those ones, I get it. Like, there's something you have to produce. It's supposed to be kind of a limited time 
thing, I suppose. But when you're putting on an online game, it's kind of like... And, and it's not like Nintendo Switch Online is this grand, fascinating, amazing thing with tons of stuff. Now, granted, it's only 20 bucks a year, so it's not like you're paying a ton of money for nothing. Um, I mean, it's not like Xbox Live or you know, PlayStation Network or something like that where you're paying a lot of money, so you expect a lot of stuff. And those ones do have a lot of stuff. Switch, it's not that much, but they don't have that much. So it's like... This is one cool thing that people seem to like. Why would you get rid of it? But So we'll see what happens down the line. Maybe they'll just tweak it or do something different with it or change it up. Um, but So they just want to say, this version of it will be gone April 1st. But there'll be something new and different down the line. Now, the other thing people kind of kind of talking about... And I don't know how you would do this. But there's also... Um, the Zelda anniversary coming up. So next year, I believe, is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Um, so people are kind of thinking, are they going to do something else along the lines of that with Zelda? I don't know how that would work. Perf- I mean, they could do something, I suppose, but not necessarily that. I mean, yes, they're going to do some sort of big Zelda thing. I'm sure they'll have some sort of compilation uh, with Zelda 35th anniversary and some sort of you know, they'll do stuff similar to this with Zelda, I believe. Um, I don't know. But just to take away Super Mario Brothers 35, like that would be not right. Uh, but speaking of... Well, not really speaking of anything. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to segue. <laughs> but PlayStation 5 and Xbox 360 were about three weeks away? Two weeks away? Three weeks away. Um, yeah, so... November... 10th, the Xbox Series X and S come out, and November 12th, the PlayStation 5, the two different versions of the the all-digital version and the regular version come out for those. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I still think I'm going to wait on those. Um, I didn't get a pre-order or anything like that, and, um, you know, I'll check it out and see if I could maybe get one. Oh, you know, day one. I mean, I'm not gonna go out the store or anything. I'm just gonna see if I, they pop up online or something like that. I'll check it out. I don't know. <coughs> My biggest concern, excuse me, and um, is just that you know, and it's it's happened so many times in the past where it's like you wait a couple years, and then the price goes down or there's a new version. So, for instance, my PlayStation Four that I have, I waited for the price to go down. Of course, then I get it, and the new version comes out like in two weeks later. Um, not not necessarily the pro, just like the redesigned version that had more storage. And Xbox 360, I actually wait. Or sorry, Xbox One, not the 360. Never got the 360. Xbox One, I actually waited on, got the the S version, which is fine for me. So it's like I don't know that I really want to go out and get the first version of these things, especially given the size of their storage, which are just tiny. It's like you're gonna fit like four games in them, and then you're gonna fill it up, uh, especially the Xbox. Xbox Series X or S rather, it's got like 512 gigabytes, and it's like a game like Call of Duty. I heard is going to be like 140 gigabytes or something like crazy like that. So it's like, how you, and and 512 is just what it you know advertised as. That means really like 480 or something like that. So you know if you're taking up like 140, let's say, with Call of Duty, and then just you know, probably another 40 of just random nonsense that you have to download to, like, play stuff. Um, 
I don't know, man. It just seems like, why are we going backwards with this stuff? It's like, you know, the Xbox Series, or Xbox One X, I think had one at least one terabyte. I mean, I know the Series X has a terabyte. And I know it's got the SSD and they're faster and cooler and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't mean that more space. I mean, the rumor was that, oh, you don't need as much space because these games don't are big because they can fastly change blah, 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 whatever. They were talking nonsense. But then the file sizes for the games come out. And it's just like, oh, what are you doing? So I would like to wait until there's a PlayStation 5 that's got like five terabytes of memory on it. And then I'll be good. Um... Because then there's the whole SSD thing. You can add on an extra SSD, but those are super expensive. But it's like then you can you can do a external hard drive, but then you got to have all of the stuff on the system to play it, where it can't play off the hard, external hard drive. Like for my PlayStation Four, I have an external hard drive that I can just play stuff off off of, and it's fine. But you can't do that with a PlayStation Five. I, you know, I'm just gonna wait until they figure all that stuff out, and then like. The Xbox Series X is going back to like memory cards, and it's like, oh man, I thought we were done with all this stuff. I thought we were done with all that. I thought we were just like throw in 10 terabytes of storage and let's be done. Um, but um, so I'll probably wait, <laughs> is my point. Um, yeah, but there we go, coming up a couple weeks. That's all we got left, then we'll then they'll be that they'll be there. All right. Let's move on to Concert Concerto. There is some music news. Um, there's one big story we'll get to at the end. Uh, I'll talk about that at the end. Um, I teased a little bit of it earlier if you were paying attention. But uh, in other music news, um, ACDC's back. They're back. I don't know necessarily if they're in black, but probably some in some form. But they're back with a new album coming out. Um... Don't know when the album actually comes out. I know they released the new single, uh, "Powered." Power, no, "Power" is the name of the album, I believe. The song was shot shot in the dark, which I was like, "Wait, are they doing a cover of Ozzy?" No, no, it's not. It's not. It's it's not a cover of Ozzy. That'd be interesting if ACDC did a cover cover an Ozzy song, but it's not a cover of an Ozzy song. It's just uh, a new song, which sounds like a lot of their other songs. Let's be honest. I mean, listen, I love ACDC. But they're not reinventing the wheel at any certain point. Not that they need to, don't get me wrong. Um, but um, Power Up, sorry, is the name of the album. Um, power. I knew it was Power Something, but I was like, is it just Power? 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 Power Pad? Is it Power Pad? They do, there's an ACDC version of Nintendo Power Pad coming out. Um, listen, ACDC's done their fair share of video game stuff. They did a whole uh, rock band uh, add-on thing. Uh, if I remember correctly, but, um, sorry, why is, what am I doing? All right, Power Up. Yeah, it comes out on November 13th. So after you get your Xbox Series X on November 10th and you get your PlayStation 5 on November 12th, go pick up Power Up by ACDC on November 13th. Friday the 13th, by the way, which is coming up. So we got Halloween coming up and Friday the 13th. It's all about the scary movies right now. Um, it's just, it's been a scary year, 2020 anyways, so, you know, of course, you know, there's a whole election thing that's going to happen in, in between there, so, <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't want to talk about that, but, anyways, ACDC are back, they got a new album out coming out, um, no, no Axl Rose, no, Brian Johnson's back, all the original members, except for Malcolm, 
Uh, he, of course, uh, he passed away. So I believe it's his son. Maybe it's his grandson. Is uh, Stevie Young? Um, he is. Uh, oh, his uncle. So, okay, Stevie Young is somehow related to the Youngs. He's Malcolm Young's nephew. Wait, does that mean he's Angus Young's son? Or do they have like another sibling? I don't know. He's somehow related. It is what it is. Um, Okay, he's he's a son of Stephen Crawford Young Sr. Who passed away, unfortunately. Who was the older, oldest brother of Angus, Malcolm, George, and Alex. There you go. So he's related. So. He's taken, um, obviously, uh, his spot. But uh, Phil Rudd is back, the original drummer. They kicked out Chris Slade again. And, obviously, Brian Johnston. I sh- well, I shouldn't even said they're all original members. No, Brian Johnston isn't an original member. But you know what I meant. You know what I meant. He's He was a... He's not Axl Rose, is my point. <coughs> Excuse me. So, anyways. Um, also, I finally got through the... Um, Rolling Stone 500 list. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it's so subjective. It's hard to uh, even discuss it. Because my, my top 500 is obviously completely different than anyone else's top 500. So, like, you know, to accumulate this list in the way they did, did is, you know, it's obviously going to be open for interpretation. But um, in terms of the number one album of all time, when they previously did this, it was uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band by the Beatles. This time around, I think that was like number 16 or something, if I remember correctly. I'll look it up real quick. Um, or maybe it was higher than that. Let's see. It was number... Maybe it was number 6. That's what it was, not 16. Um, I don't know, maybe not. But anyways, my point is, number one was uh, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. Wait, where is Sgt. Pepper's? Because Abbey Road's the top Beatles. Then they got Revolver at 11. Uh, Where did it end up? Like, Public Enemy? It takes, I mean, listen, I like Public Enemy, I enjoyed it takes a nation of millions to hold us back, but number 15 of all time? I, I, I don't know about that one. Um, I just, I don't know. Maybe it was number 26. Where the hell is it? Number 24. Like, it went from number 1 to number 24 based off of what exactly? You know, it's like... It's like if all the if all the ones ahead of it were were newer, okay, fine. There's your argument. These newer, better albums came out. That's not the case, obviously. Uh, but it's like even like with the Beatles, it's like why was this album number one in 2003 and 2012? Um, I mean, that one they didn't really change the order. That n- number twelve was just revised. They just added. The albums that weren't eligible in 2003 to the list, but they didn't change the list for the old ones. I think, I don't know, it's confusing. But, um, 
Like, it dropped from 1 to 24. But it's, like, not even, like, the like the Beatles' other albums that jumped ahead of it were, were behind it from last time. I don't know. It's just weird. Whatever. But there it is. It is what it is. Um, other new music coming out. Uh, Smith and Myers, who Brent Smith and... Oh, I, I'm, I keep on saying Seth Myers. It's Zach, Zach Myers, I believe. From Shinedown. They've been doing this kind of acoustic, like, sessions where they, you know, put out... They've put out a couple EPs in the past. But they did, like, full-on albums this time. They're doing... One came out, I think it was two weeks ago, and one came out today. Um, but they're also doing a tour. And randomly, they were in New Hampshire a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wait, what? Wait. Or maybe it was even last week. I was like, wait a minute. They're playing, they're playing at some, like, outdoor grounds or whatever. Like... I don't know, concerts are slowly but surely coming back in some form or another. I don't think you're going to have a big giant stadium full of people or, uh, you know, a, 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 um, or an arena anytime soon. But outdoor venues that are widely sp- spread out or uh, drive-ins and stuff like that where people are kind of all separated in their own thing. I guess, I mean, I know Metallica did the drive-in live drive-in thing but you know that wasn't in person that was just like they're they're doing a concert somewhere and everyone's watching it in a drive-in that's a little different whereas people actually going to the drive-in and performing at the drive-in i don't know that's i don't know well it's weird i don't know it's definitely weird uh concerts in this time are are weird i you know i don't know back to normal concerts but they're happening they're happening, sort of. I mean, they're happening. So, um, yeah, uh, there we go. All right, moving on. It's time for the Sports Splash Zone. Not a not a bunch of great stuff to report as a Boston fan right now, but um, Stanley Cup Finals happened. Lightning won. They won over the uh, Dallas Stars. NBA Finals happened. And the Lakers won over the Miami Heat. I just I'd rather not ever talk didn't watch one second of it didn't watch one second of it I watched like one game of the Stanley Cup final didn't watch any of the NBA finals uh the World Series on right now I have been watching that um it's the Dodgers which is a bit you know knife gouging with seeing Mookie Betts lead it off for the Dodgers let's be honest um against the Rays so 1-1 so far as we're talking of game three tonight um, it's been interesting the way they've done that. They've actually had some fans in the crowd for the World Series. They did for the ANLD, ANLCS. Um, but obviously doing kind of a bubble thingy, sort of. I don't know. Well, it's weird because, like, they, oh, you were doing a bubble, but it's like, in, are you though? Because I was like, you had one series in Houston, but one series was in Arlington for the NL, and then the AL was in San Diego and in California, in LA, or wherever it was. Um, I don't know if it's Anaheim or Dodger Stadium, maybe. I don't. I don't. One was they. They had the ALCS in San Diego, but when they did the DSs, I can't remember where the other one was. No, it must have been. It must have been Dodgers because they wouldn't have had it in the AL stadiums because they wanted to avoid a team having a home field advantage. Not that the Angels made the playoffs, but regardless. Um, yeah. So, anyways, World Series going on, um, and. Uh, 
Yeah. Dodgers and Rays. So, obviously the Dodgers haven't won a World Series since 88. They've been to a bunch recently, but they haven't won since 88. And the Rays have never won. Um, You know, they went in 08, I believe it was. But they lost to the Phillies. So they never won a World Series. Um, So yeah, well, I don't know. Either way, as long as it's not the Yankees, I'm I'm cool. Uh, And the NFL has started up, um, you know, uh, they're... Not without its challenges, you know. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it, they're chugging along. Um, hopefully, there's no more delays. But you know, that's that always brings up a sore subject because it's like you know the, the Patriots had you know, take a week off because of issues, you know. But then Cam Newton was out the week before against Kansas City, and they did play. And it's kind of like, well, why did they play against Kansas City, but then not against the Denver? And then obviously they ended up playing against Denver, but so far they're two and three, so not great. It's the first time they've been in under five hundred in October since like some random year. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I it's been a while is my point. So um, yeah, not great so far. But uh, obviously Cam Newton was out with the COVID, so you know hopefully now that he's been back in full practice for a week. And come back Sunday and beat the 49ers. Um, what else happened? Atlanta fired their coach. Dak Prescott's out for the year. Uh, Barkley's out for the year for the Giants. A uh, bunch of injuries, a lot of injuries. Uh, you know, p- partly that has to do with just not enough practice and not enough you know preseason preparation and stuff. I think guys just weren't ready. Um, obviously, there are guys getting sick and COVID and stuff like that as well. So that ain't great. But they're chugging along. We'll see what happens. Um, things are still going. Um, but all right. It's time to move on. It's time for Fights for Money. Uh, we got UFC 254 coming up tomorrow. Uh, interesting situation with 254, though. Because in the previous times they've done, uh, they're at Fight Island, which is Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. But the previous UFC like um, pay-per-views that they've done there, They've they've adjusted the time so that it's still the normal time in the United States. So ten o'clock, you know, the main pay per view starts at ten o'clock um, Eastern time and whatever, you know. So whatever time that ends up being in Abu Dhabi, yeah, they're fighting at some crazy, crazy time. This time around, they're not doing that. They're doing it the normal time it would be here, but in Abu Dhabi, which puts it puts it at like two o'clock in the afternoon. So if you're you're gonna to want to watch the UFC pay-per-view tomorrow. Be aware that it's starting at like two in the afternoon, um, and the prelims start at like ten or something, uh, or eleven, I think. The early prelims start at like eleven, I think, in the morning, and then the prelims start at noon on ESPN two. Uh, so check those out if you care to. Uh, but the big fight, obviously, is the light heavyweight um, unification bout. We got Khabib. Namagambadam. I know, I don't remember how to say his last name, but Khabib. Let's just call him Khabib. Um, taking on uh, Justin Gaethy. Gaethy. I don't know how to say his name either. Uh, Gaeth, I think it is. Something like that. Uh, he's the interim champion right now. So it's Khabib versus Gaeth. Uh, and to determine the undisputed light heavyweight champion. Or lightweight. Not light heavyweight. Lightweight champion. Did I say light heavyweight? Lightweight champion is what I meant to say. So Khabib uh, taking on Gate. Um, 
coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go with Khabib as my prediction. It's just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's my prediction. He has since said he only wants to fight G- GSP. I don't know that GSP is ever going to fight again. He's obviously tried to make comeback a couple different times, I feel like, and has had issues. Um, so, yeah, I just don't know that he's going to do it. Um, I suppose if they give him enough money, but will he be able to, will he be cleared to fight is a whole other scenario and when that would happen or where and whatever. But speaking of guys coming back, Conor McGregor is supposedly coming back to, um, to UFC in January, I believe. Um, let's see. Um, to, uh, to fight somebody. Uh, what was the announcement? Hold on. Uh, yeah, so Dustin Poyer is who he's supposedly scheduled to maybe be fighting in January. He wants to do it at Dallas. In Dallas at the at and I don't know. It's all up in the air and nonsense until it actually gets confirmed and announced and is actually happening. And even then, unless it's the day and everyone's cool and ready to go, you know, put a put a kind of a question mark on that. Of course, Conor McGregor still wants to fight uh, Manny Pacquiao at some point too. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, in other fighting news, we got in a. We'll talk about it later on, but uh, just put this in everyone's mind. November 28th, Roy Jones Jr. is fighting Mike Tyson in an exhibition bout. Now, the other interesting thing about that is on the undercard, Nate Robinson is fighting, the basketball player. Yes, Nate Robinson, the basketball player, is boxing. Okay, then. Uh, so there you go, but we'll talk about that. That's not until November 28th, so it's after Thanksgiving. Uh, so, whatever Thanksgiving is going to be like this year, you know, we'll see. But uh, got plenty of time to talk about that. We'll talk about that in an upcoming One Man Ring A podcast chapter. Um, but all right, that's going to do it for Fights for Money. Let's move on to turnbuckle time. It is time to talk about some wrestling news. Um, I guess the big thing to discuss since the last time was the WWE draft took place. Um, I guess the big changes for the draft i mean they did it that everyone was available you know it's kind of weird where they do these drafts because it's like you know last time they did it last year it was like they kind of didn't have brands when they did it last year they were kind of like you know they kind of dropped the whole brand thing a bit so they're like all right let's establish these brands again this time around i was like all right you have established brands and guys are on certain brands so it's like everyone being available to get drafted. It's kind of like, I don't know that that really works. Um, so when it kind of did, it kind of didn't. But it was like, it was more apparent when guys got drafted to a different brand. So basically, here's how it broke down. Drew McIntyre stayed on Raw. Roman Reigns went to SmackDown. Oscar stayed on Raw. Seth Rollins went to SmackDown. That was probably the biggest move of the first night. Um, Hurt Business staying on Raw. AJ Styles moving to SmackDown. Or moving to Raw, I should say. Uh. So that was kind of a big one, I guess. Uh, Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown. Naomi going to Raw. Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler staying on Raw, even though they're the tag champs and can go on SmackDown when they want to. Uh, Ricochet staying on Raw. Jay Uso uh, staying on SmackDown. Mandy Rose staying on Raw. She just got moved over there, so that makes sense. Uh, Mysterio and Dominic 
Uh, Ray Mysterio and Dominic and Mysterio moving over to SmackDown to follow Seth Rollins. Uh, of course they are. Uh, the Miz and Jaws Morrison moving over to Raw. Makes sense since The Miz got The Miz TV. No, sorry. The Miz. What's it called? The Miz and Mrs. His USA show, which is coming back in a couple weeks. So it kind of makes sense for him to be on Raw and not on SmackDown. On USA, not on Fox. Makes sense. Um, Kofi. Now here's the big one. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods who returned, won the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and then got shifted off to Raw, whereas Big E is staying on SmackDown. So the New Day is separated uh, for now. Um, And we'll get to how they figure that all out in a second with the Tag Champions. Dana Brooks staying on Raw. She just moved over anyways. Otis staying on SmackDown. That's another big one because Mandy Rose, as I said, had already previously gone to Raw, staying on Raw. But also... Angel Garza staying on Raw. Uh, but Tucker is moving over to um, SmackDown. Uh, so, to Raw from SmackDown. Leaving Otis behind. Even though then he brought in his new tag team partner, El Gran Gordo, this past week, which was clearly just Otis, but regardless. Uh, but Umberto Carrillo staying on Raw. Murphy going over to SmackDown to follow the Mysterios and Rollins. Drew Gulak going back, going to Raw, even though he'd been on Raw for the last few weeks. Even though he was on SmackDown, it was that was confusing as well. Kalisto staying on SmackDown, whereas Grand Metalik and El Lince Dorado are going over to Raw, so that breaks up um, um, Lucha House Party. Uh, now that was night one, sort of, kind of, partly. It's night one and SmackDown, whatever. Then on Raw. For night two, the Fiend going over to Raw. Bailey staying on SmackDown. Randy Orton staying on Raw. Street Profits going to SmackDown. So since they were the Raw Tag Team Champions, them and the New Day just switched tag titles. So Street Profits now the SmackDown Tag Titles. New Day now the Raw Tag Titles. There you go. Uh, Charlotte Flair staying on Raw, even though she hasn't been on in months. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman officially moving over to Raw. He had moved over... Uh, a couple weeks for do the Raw Underground stuff, which is apparently done now. Raw Underground, I guess, is done. For now, anyways. Um, Daniel Bryan staying on SmackDown. Matt Riddle moving over to Raw. Kevin Owens going over to SmackDown. Jeff Hardy moving over to Raw. Retribution staying on Raw, which is now Mustafa Ali, um, who's the leader of Retribution. T-Bar, Mace, Slapjack, and Reckoning. Uh, Retaliation, who is Mercedes... Martinez is apparently out of the group and going back to NXT. Even though she hasn't been back on NXT, supposedly she's going back to NXT. But she's definitely out of retribution. They also revealed that Mustafa Ali was officially the hacker. So, yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> um, Lars Sullivan, who returned, is going to be on SmackDown. Keith Lee staying on Raw. King Corbin staying on SmackDown. Lesca Bliss moving over to Raw along with The Fiend as they are now officially aligned. Uh, Elias, moving over, who returned, is moving over to Raw. He uh, is still accusing of Jeff Hardy of hitting him with a car, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Sami Zayn staying on SmackDown with the, te- the Intercontinental Championship. Lacey Evans uh, moving over to Raw and now tagging with Peyton Royce, who is staying on Raw, which makes no sense because they broke up the Iconics just to then put Peyton Royce back into a tag team. But whatever. Uh, since Shinsuke and Cesaro... Staying on SmackDown, Seamus moving over to Raw, Nikki Cross moving over to Raw, 
Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Robert Roode, who returned. Uh, going over SmackDown. R-Truth. Our, our Even though, like, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler were on SmackDown, they moved Ziggler over to Raw and said, oh, Robert Roode will be, when he returns, will be on Raw. He came back for one week on Raw and then got shipped back to SmackDown. Whatever. Uh, R-Truth thing on Raw with the 24-7 championships. Paul Cruz going over SmackDown. Daba Kato, who was part of the Raw Underground, is staying on Raw. Titus O'Neil is staying on Raw. Carmella staying on SmackDown. Peyton Royce staying on Raw. Aleister Black moving over to SmackDown. Uh, Akira Tozawa staying on Raw. Because of Aleister Black moving over to SmackDown, uh, Zelina Vega is now moving over to SmackDown as well. Even though Andrade is kind of nowhere. He didn't get drafted anywhere and subsequently didn't get drafted anywhere, which is weird. So he's kind of just in no man's land right now. Uh, Lana staying on Raw. Natalia moving over to SmackDown. Riddick Moss staying on Raw. Riot Squad moved over to SmackDown, even though then they were on Raw this past week because of the tag title dealie. Um, and then Arturo Ruas, who had been part of the uh, Raw Underground thing, is staying on Raw. Um, uh, Shorty G is going to be staying on SmackDown. Uh, Lucha House Party, I mentioned, uh, except for Kalisto moving to Raw. Billy Kay moving over to SmackDown. Now, Eric from the Viking Raiders is going over to Raw, even though, uh, staying on Raw, I should say. Even though they didn't say Ivar was, even though Ivar is injured now for a while, but then Eric is also injured now for a while, so I don't know what the point of that was. Tamina, SmackDown, Selena Vega, like I said, SmackDown. Uh, so right now, Andrade, not assigned anywhere. Becky Lynch, of course, she's off uh, uh, having a baby. Technically not assigned anywhere. Big Show, who's kind of in and out of it whenever he feels like he wants to be, is not assigned anywhere. Bo Dallas, who hasn't been seen in like a year and a half. Almost two years, actually, now that now I'm looking. He was, he was last appeared on the November 15th, 2019 edition of SmackDown. Now, there were rumors that he might have been part of the NXT... Joining NXT is that mystery person on the motorcycle or whatever, but we'll talk about that in a second. It was not him. Um, it was who I thought it was going to be. Uh, but he he wasn't assigned. Forgotten Sons, who basically got blacklisted because of stuff that got sent out, tweeted out by Jason Riker, weren't assigned anything to anywhere. Uh, Ivar, like I said, for whatever reason, wasn't assigned anywhere, even though Eric was. Uh, Jimmy Uso, again, another weird one that wasn't assigned anywhere. I know he's hurt, but you know, given that Jimmy, uh, Jay is, you know, in the main story on SmackDown right now with Roman Reigns, you'd figure he would have been, I suppose. I don't know. Jinder Mahal, who's injured right now, wasn't assigned anywhere. Kane, who's a mayor and sometimes appears. I don't know why he's listed on this list, but sure. Maurice, I mean, she hasn't been on since last December, but given with Miz and Mrs. coming out soon, I'm guessing she'll pop her head up on Raw. With the Miz, and then Mojo Raleigh, who hasn't been on since June, he was on SmackDown, but uh, technically wasn't assigned anywhere. So there you go. Um, and then whoever else you can think of that's not on the list is, wasn't assigned anywhere. Um, so yeah, there it, it is. What it is, it's the draft. All right. So before we move on to more WWE stuff and talk about Hell in the Cell, let's take a little break and talk about NXT Takeover that happened. Uh, Back in the beginning of October, I uh, made predictions. Um, I did really well in my predictions. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did extremely well with my predictions. In fact, I got all of them correct. So, Damian Priest beat Johnny Gargano. Kushida 
beat Velveteen Dream. Santos Escobar retained the Cruiserweight title and defeated um, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Io Shirai beat Candice LeRae. Then Tony Storm said came out and said, like, hey, I'm back. I'm I'm going to be on NXT. I don't want to come for the NXT championship. Okay. Not the person you're expecting to see, but then the motorcycle pulled up and it was Ember Moon uh, as that mystery person that was coming back to uh, right the wrong of the championship or whatever whatever that was said in those videos. Uh, so we got that right. And then Finn Balor beat Kyle O'Reilly to retain the NXT championship. And a brutal match. Great match, but brutal. Finn Balor actually ended up breaking his jaw in a couple of places. Kyle O'Reilly had some... He, he had some issues too. I don't remember exactly what they were. He seems like he's going to be okay. Although he hasn't technically fought since then. So I'm not sure if he's 100%. Uh, Finn Balor, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but they decided not to strip him of the title. They said he'll be back in due time, uh, unlike Karrion Cross, who they had to strip to the title because of his shoulder issues. But now, at the end of the match, uh, Ridge Holland came out and had beaten up Adam Cole and dropped his lifeless body down. Now, Adam Cole is out... Uh, with a kayfabe injury, he you know, hasn't fought. He's been not cleared to fight because of his injuries suffered by the attack of Ridge Holland. Here's where things kind of got off the rail for this. Uh, Ridge Holland said he was hired by someone to attack Adam Cole. Now, while that makes sense in of itself to what the reveal was going to be, the rest of it doesn't really work out because then Ridge Holland had a match with Danny Birch, beat him up pretty good. Then kept beating him up after the after Bell. Out came Oni Lorcan to save his partner. Uh, there was a bit of a brawl. Um, Oni Lorcan went for a dive over the top rope. Ridge Holland was supposed to catch him. And as that happened, his leg gave out. And he basically destroyed his knee. And he's injured and going to be out for quite some time. Okay. Remember who he was fighting there. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. So fast forward. Uh, Oni, Lork, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch... Um, they lost the number one contenders for the tag title match with uh, um, Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, and uh, Roderick Strong. So Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong are supposed to fight Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Yeah, Tyler Breeze, another better known as Breezango, for the tag titles this past week. But before those ma- matches could happen, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish both got attacked. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was going to finish. Fin- uh, gonna fill in after Bobby Fish got attacked, but then Kyle Roger Rod- Strong got attacked, so we decided to go to the hospital with those guys. So then they just said, hey, you guys, Banny Birch and and Oni Lorcan, you guys, you guys get the tag title match. There you go. Tag title match going on. Then this mysterious masked figure guy shows up, uh, knocks Fandago off the top rope, then a low blow by Danny Birch and uh, our Tyler Breeze, I forget who it was. Then they, they win the tag titles. So Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan win the tag titles. And then the mysterious Max guy comes out and reveals himself to be Pat McAfee. Okay, so Pat McAfee hiring uh, Ridge Holland to beat up Adam Cole. That makes sense. But then for Ridge Holland to get in a fight with Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch just to get injured, then Pat McAfee... Aligns himself with Danny Birch and and Oni Lorcan. That doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, 
I mean, I guess they had to go with what they had just based off the injury to Ridge Holland. So, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that was the plan because why would Ridge Holland then be beating up Oni Larkin and Danny Birch? I don't know. Maybe it was just a swerve. I don't know. Who knows? But obviously they had to um, kind of switch everything up because Ridge Holland got hurt. Now, interestingly enough, with the tag title situation going on and a masked person showing up to help somebody... Uh, meanwhile, on the exact same time on the other channel, um, they were having a tag team, you know, four-way tournament number one contenders for the tag titles on AEW, uh, which the Young Bucks won. But then FTR, who are the tag champs right now, came out to congratulate them, sort of, and they kind of got in the back and forth. And then a masked man came and hit them with a chair. But then it was just... It was just Tully Blanchard who's been the FDR's manager for months. It was like, oh, it's just Tully Blanchard. So why was he wearing a mask? Like he couldn't. He came up from behind anyways. He couldn't see them. Why? Why did he? Why do you have to be wearing a mask if it was just Tully? It made no sense. But anyways, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff from AEW to make any sense. NXT didn't make any sense. A lot of stuff doesn't make any sense. I mean, sure, go with what you need. But uh, let's move on to AEW a little bit. Um, Cody's back. He won the. Won back the TNT Championship from um, uh, from uh, Brody Lee. Um, MJF and Chris Jericho had a song and dance number for some reason on AEW this week. Uh, don't know why. It was a bit weird. Didn't really make a ton of sense. Uh, some people seem to love it. Other people seem to hate it. I'm more in the line of not really understanding it. More so than hating it, but just not understanding it. Um, yeah, I feel like this is one of those things where it's like, if WWE tried to do this, everyone would be crapping on it. Um, since AEW did it, only the people that don't like AEW are crapping on it. Whereas AEW people are trying to defend it, even though I don't think... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. Didn't make sense. Don't know why they did it. I, I just, it confuses the hell out of me what they're trying to do with Jericho and MJF. Um, I mean, they're supposed to be heels. But yeah, Jericho keeps coming out with a song and everyone's singing along. I mean, for me, if I'm Jericho, if I'm going to continue to be a heel, and I don't know where they're going with this MJF, Jericho stuff, and might, one of them might turn and end up being a face. Um... And I don't know, maybe singing a song and dance number was supposed to annoy people. And that was the heelish thing. But it didn't seem to come over th- off that way. I mean, yes, it did annoy people. I get that. But I don't, I don't know. A lot of people seem to like it. So uh, my point is, if Jericho wants to continue to be heel and do the heelish things and be a heel, what he's got to do, and this is similar to what he did with The List back in the day in WWE, when everyone started loving The List, they just... Decided he would he would pretend like he was going to do the list and then not do the list. And that would piss everyone off. So what he's got to do is... I don't know if Fozzie's got a new song coming out. But here's the new one. Here's here's our new one. And start coming up to a new Fozzie song. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a Fozzie... Real Fozzie song. It could just be like a fake Fozzie song. Just some crappy new song that nobody knows. And piss everyone else off. Piss everyone else off. That would have sung along and been happy and blah blah blah. Which is such a face thing. When he's supposed to be a heel. 
Everyone sing along to a song. It's such a face thing. It's, it should be a heel. Come up. Here's our new song. It just would, but I, whatever. Maybe he will eventually. But just for me, if like he's supposed to be heel, he's coming out the song. And everyone sing along. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Just are you heel or are you face? Because if you're supposed to be a heel, be a heel. Don't be a face. Don't be a facey heel. Um, you'll be cool heel. Be a be a heel. All right. Just annoying to me. All right, but anyways, uh, let's enough of AEW. Let's move on to WWE Hell in a Cell, uh, and then we can move on to NXT Halloween Havoc. Um, as uh, yeah, they're bringing back Halloween Havoc, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, that's not till next week. So let's talk about WWE Hell in a Cell. Unfortunately, as they do sometimes, and I feel like they've done this with Hell in a Cell a lot. They haven't announced very many matches. They've announced all the Hell in the Cell matches. I feel like they're like, oh crap, we hit, we need more than just three matches. All right, well here here's here's another match. So four matches are currently announced for Hell in a Cell. <sighs> it makes it difficult to do predictions. I'll be honest. Um, if for some reason they come out with a whole bunch of other matches on SmackDown or something, maybe I'll do addendum to this episode um, tomorrow. So be on the lookout. Um, I do want to get Drew's predictions, so if I don't get that at the end of this episode, um, maybe we'll have a new episode drop tomorrow. Uh, there's Baby Yoda on my television screen right now. He loves Baby Yoda. Uh, but Drew, I want to get his predictions, so hopefully maybe we'll get him on either at the end of this show or there might be um, an additional you know, segment uh, released tomorrow or something. So just be on the lookout. Check, check your feed. You should be subscribed on the... On um, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or something, they should just pop up whenever they drop. Uh, if not, check out the blog at reservator.blogspot.com. Or just go go there and subscribe. Search for it. But anyways, Hell in the Cell 2020. We got uh, coming up on Sunday. It's at the Thunderdome in Orlando, uh, Amway Center. Uh, we only get four matches. So all I can do is four matches and then two other predictions. The two other predictions I always make um, when they're relevant, I suppose. Uh, but all right. Um... Kicking things off, we got Jeff Hardy taking on Elias. Of course, Elias came back and uh, attacked Jeff Hardy and accused him of running him over with the car. That's why he's been out injured. Even though eyewitnesses said it wasn't Jeff Hardy, he got set up. It was someone um, with red hair and a red beard, which everyone kind of just assumed is Sheamus, and then they never really did anything to follow up on that. I mean, yes, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus had their long feud, which ended up in a bar brawl or whatever it was. But now also, Sheamus is on Raw now. So I'm wondering if he'll get involved in this in some sh- form or fashion. I don't know. But it's Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy, you know, he's kind of, he's Jeff Hardy. I think, but Elias, he needs, he needs, he needs a win. He needs a win, especially with his new album dropping um, this week. He's got a new album coming out, uh, Undisputed. No, what's it called? Not Undisputed. Universal Truth, I should say. Universal Truth, of course. He's got a new album dropping. He really, he, you know, played a couple songs on Monday. Sounded decent, I'll be honest. Sounded all right. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got a new album coming up supposedly. Uh, so dropping on Monday. So I think they're gonna give him the win, pump him up for uh, that uh, album drop. All right, then we move on to the three Hell in the Cell matches because that's all we got. Uh, first off, we got Bailey taking on Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, yeah, I wish they had dragged this out more. Um, and maybe they still will. I mean, I feel, I feel like they kind of want to do the Hell in a Cell with them. But honestly, for me, that would have dragged this out. You know, after Bailey 
injured Sasha. I would have kept her off TV for a while. Had her return at the Royal Rumble. Win the Rumble. Take on Bailey at WrestleMania. I feel like that would have been a good way to go. They might still do that. But, you know, by rushing it with the Hell in a Cell. I don't know. They did have their match on SmackDown last week. Which ended up in a... In a... Um, in a... Um, disqualification. Or was that two weeks ago? Uh, either way. It was a short little match that ended up in disqualification. You kind of knew they weren't going to go anywhere with it. Because uh, they obviously want to accept this Hell in a Cell match. So with that said, I think Bailey's going to win. I think she's going to win somehow. Maybe injure Sasha somehow. Maybe, I don't know. I think they're just going to drag They're going to drag this out until WrestleMania. And I think that's smart. I just don't think they would have pushed this through so quickly with the Hell in the Cell. All right. Uh, moving on. We got uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Randy Orton. Hopefully, finally, this will end the feud. And I believe that... I don't know, everyone keeps saying Randy Orton's going to win and it's going to set up something down the line and blah, blah, blah. But I I just don't see it happening. I got Drew McIntyre winning. Um, and then, um, finally, the only other match we got so far, we got Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship in an Hell in a Cell I quit match against Jay Uso. Obviously, he tried to get him to quit last time out, and his brother had to throw in the towel for him. Uh, and then they've been back and forth. Jey Uso got the upper hand on Roman Reigns this past week on SmackDown. We'll see what happens tonight, heading in to the pay-per-view. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I see Roman Reigns uh, winning and retaining the title. Now, speaking of titles, this is the 24-7 championship. Our uh, truth has got a new batch of guys coming after him since moved over to SmackDown, as well as guys that were still on raw from before uh so will he retain the the title throughout the show i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say our truth at the end of the day has the title um and maybe not retain but at the end of the day i think our truth will have the title and then finally the last prediction as always will otis or el gran gordo cash in the um money they make i'm gonna still say no just because they have this whole thing with the miz and the trial that they keep on pushing off so I think they're going to resolve that before they try to have anyone cash in, whether that's Otis or The Miz or whatever else. I think they're going to hold off on that until that's all solved. And even still, it doesn't really make sense. We'd ca- it would cash in on Drew. would cash in on Roman. I mean, I guess it sort of would make sense, given that they're going to be in Hell in Cell matches. They'll probably be beaten down and worn out. But I just feel like with this whole thing with The Miz and Otis and the trial and it's it has to be resolved before anyone cashes in. So I'm going to go with no. No cash. Um, and there we go. That's all we got. That's all we got. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm assuming you're going to add some matches. Uh, but Sunday, uh, kickoff shows at 6. Uh, starts at 7. I'm going to have to watch it probably on delay because the Patriots are playing at 425. So I'll probably finish watching that and then start up watching it. So no spoilers. Not that you would able to <laughs> whatever uh but a couple of final notes before we move on um i did finally watch the last ride and uh the undertaker's last ride uh um the um documentary on the network which is so weird given that they had the last dance with michael jordan in the last ride and obviously it wasn't it was kind of weird that it came out right around the same time i mean it wasn't like obviously it wasn't like a new thing because they you know they've been doing this last ride documentary documentary for a number of years as if you watch it you'll you'll see that but um 
But it was just kind of weird how the timing was <laughs> that it came out right, right for the last dance and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, it's very a lot of interesting backstories and stuff. Um, as far as whether The Undertaker is done or not, I'm going to say no. Uh, the rumor right now is he's going to appear at Summer, uh, Survivor Series in some form. Uh, not necessarily in a match necessarily, but could set up a match down the line for, say, Summer, uh, for WrestleMania, say. They got, I mean, he's got to do something at Survivor Series. It's the 30th anniversary of his debut. He's got to do something. So I don't think he'll fight. Or I don't think he'll have a match, let me say. He might beat somebody up, choke slam somebody or something. But um, I don't know. But then again, what's Survivor Series going to look like? Uh, as supposedly they're going to stay in the Thunderdome until the end of the year. Uh, there were talks of maybe them doing some outdoor venues and stuff. But it doesn't sound like that's going to be happening. Um, anytime soon. Uh, they wanted to get some fans in. I know NXT has kind of had, sort of had fans, but not really. Um, <clears throat> now that NXT is in the Capitol, um, what's it called? The Capitol Wrestling Center? Um, yeah, they basically kind of reinvented the Performance Center into the Capitol Wrestling Center as a, mo- no- a nod to the Capitol Wrestling um, uh, Federation. What was the Capitol Wrestling Something, whatever Capital Wrestling was called back in the day, before it was before it, you know, eventually evolved in WWF and a WWF and then WWE. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool looking. It's got like, you know, the they they're doing the whole Thunderdome kind of people there with the screens, and then they're kind of like this like plexiglass thing, but then there's also like a a um fence thing i don't know it's interesting but um it is what it is all right so that's it for wrestling um before we talk about the final thing just want to say thank you everyone for listening as always check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com subscribe to the podcast if you're not already on apple podcast or stitcher uh go check uh out the youtube channel uh one man renegade podcast on youtube new videos coming soon um and also check me out on Instagram and Twitter at One Man Renegade. Um, yeah, um, and all that fun stuff. Uh, come back soon. Hopefully, I don't know if we'll do Drew now or there'll be an extra episode, a uh, little add-on episode with Drew doing his predictions. We'll see how that pans out. So either we'll pass it off to Drew in a second, or we'll talk to Drew uh, later. Uh, but also, final th- little thing I kind of glossed over it I didn't talk about it in the in the music section I wanted to save it for now um yeah we lost a legend a legend guitarist uh recently Eddie Van Halen passed away um you know always I was always a big fan of Van Halen growing up unfortunately I never got to see them live you know it was kind of one of those things where I was too young to go see them live when they were kind of still relevant and then they were gone for a while and then they kind of came back and you know, they toured here and there, and it was sometimes Sammy Hagar and sometimes David Lee Roth, sometimes both, or whatever. Um, and it was kind of like, you know, it was always like, I always kind of want to go, but just never got around to it. And tickets always seemed super expensive. And I remember there was one time, and this was probably seven or eight years ago now, that they played with Cool in the Gang at the Garden. And I was like, yeah, I should go to that. And everyone else is kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Eh. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those situations where I was like, yeah, we should have just gone. And now, now he is gone. Um, 
So, you know, it's the same way I feel about ACDC. Every time they come around, it's like, ah, oh, I really want to go see ACDC. I probably go see ACDC. I know it's probably not, they're probably not what they were, you know, down, you know, some long time ago. You know, Aerosmith's like that too. Uh, Guns N' Roses, obviously them back doing their thing. You know, it's been one of those bands. I even had tickets and didn't end up not being able to go. Uh, but, you know, some of those older bands, yeah, they're probably not what they were back in their day. But, you know, just to see them live once before, unfortunately, something like this happens would be cool. Um, but, no, you know. And, you know, some bands keep going with without a member. But I don't think Van Halen, obviously Van Halen is Van Halen. I don't think they'll continue on without Eddie Van Halen. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I know he had been struggling, fighting cancer for a while. And, um, yeah, so... Leave you. We started off the show with a little Van Halen. We're either gonna leave you with Van Halen right now, or we'll talk to Drew, and then we'll play some Van Halen. But yes, um, always love me some Van Halen. So thank you everyone for listening, and here's some Van Halen. Bye. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wow. Uh, total brain fart there. Completely forgot to talk about NXT Halloween Havoc. I mentioned it, and then I just completely forgot to talk about it. All right, so. NXT Halloween Havoc, it's not a pay-per-view or like a network special. It's just going to be a regular episode of NXT like they've done with the, they did with the Great American Bash uh, back in July, I believe. Um, But yeah, so they're bringing back Halloween Havoc, which, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, cool Halloween Havoc. But a lot of people are also like, ah, just as like a weekly show, why don't they bring it back as a full-on event, like a pay-per-view or, you know, a network event or something like that. So it's a bit, yeah, a bit 50-50 on that. But in bringing back Halloween Havoc, they, they've announced four matches so far. It's on Wednesday night on regular NXT USA Network, uh, live from the the Capitol Wrestling uh, uh, Center, uh, like like I was just talking about and then forgot to mention Halloween, talk about Halloween Havoc. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Wednesday which is the 28th, I believe, uh, if my, my memory is correct. Um, so, yeah, so there's going to be four matches. There's four matches they've announced, and I'm sure there's going to be more than that. But uh, So Shotzi Blackheart is hosting um, Halloween Havoc. Um, so uh, she's going to be involved in the spin the wheel, make the deal matches that they've announced two of. Uh, so, if you're not familiar with Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal, if you're not familiar with Halloween Havoc, go check it out. WCW had Halloween Havoc. I think it started in 89 was the first one. And it went up right through 2000 until they finished uh, with the company. But it was always one of their bigger shows each year. But in 1992 specifically, and I think they only, it was only 92 and 93 that they had this. So, 1992, Jake the Snake Robert comes into the company. He attacks Sting. Um, you know, he's putting sting through hell you know sting was the big baby face jake snake cummins a big heel coming off of his run in wwe wf you know he had turned on the warrior and then was going after macho man and had the feud with the undertaker so he's you know big time heel comes into wcw attack sting um and then clash of champions 20 it's on the network i'm sure you can find it on on this this clip specific clip on um uh, YouTube and stuff too. It's I'm sure it's out there, but it's specifically on the network. Clash of Champions 220. At the very end, uh, they do this vignette 
um, this thing um, where there's like a bar, this weird underground bar that Medusa shows up to, and all these people are there, and Jake the Snake is there, and then eventually Sting shows up, and they're all they're talking about spin the wheel, make the deal, and everyone's chanting, spin the wheel, make the deal, spin the wheel, make the deal. It's a giant wheel they're spinning. Uh, but the one interesting, and I just watched it, the one really interesting thing that I didn't pick up on um, before, and I don't know if it's just coincidence, but it seems very odd the way they do this. Um, so when Sting shows up, and I don't want to spoil it, if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now, come back. But when Sting shows up and it's like, you know, confronts Jake the Snake Roberts, he's like, Sting, I knew you'd come. Like, very much in the same way that Matt Hardy always does it uh, when he did it, the, the, the total deletion and the all the deletion things when, you know, when, when someone show up. I knew you'd come. I don't know if he took it specifically from that, but watching it back, I'm like, oh my god, that's, like, so Matt Hardy there. But Jake Snake Roberts written. Now, it's interesting that they haven't really drawn back on that at all. Like, when they announced they're doing the spin the wheel, make the deal thing, they kind of more referenced... The 1993 one, which was Cactus Jack and Vader. And again, there wasn't a specific vignette for that like there was with Jake the Snake and Sting that I remember. But that whole storyline with Cactus Jack and Vader is fantastic. It's just so stupid. It's amazing. But it's great. It's just so, like, WCW back in those days was just kind of nutty. Like, they do all these crazy vignettes. Like, you know, the Bash of the Beach one they had. They had the... The White Mountain, what the hell was it? The mountain, the one with Vader and Sting, the mountain, oh, the White Mountain thing. I don't, I can't remember what it's called, but there's that one. What they used to do these like weird, like, 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 like almost movie type like things to set up their matches. They're great. The White Mountain Fear match was that what it's called? It was a strap match. Anyways, Vader got his ear destroyed in that match if you want and you watch it back but anyways so this <laughs> vader cactus jack then had their spin the wheel make the deal match the next week the next year in 93 and then they just got rid of it they kind of wwe kind of brought back the concept when they did the raw roulette thing uh, a few different times um but um yeah so it's basically just the wheel it's got a bunch of gimmick matches on it they spin the wheel whatever it lands on so 92 with sting and um Jake the Snake Roberts, it was Coal Miner's glove match, was actually Cactus Jack did get involved with, which set up the next year. Well, not really, didn't really set up the next year, but the next year, Cactus Jack Vader had a Texas death match, if I remember correctly. Uh, but the whole Vader's Cactus Jack storyline is fantastic. If you haven't watched that, 93 WCW, Vader, Cactus Jack. Uh, Cactus Jack ends up in Cleveland. It's fantastic. It's just great. <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid, but it's fantastic. But anyways, if you haven't ever watched any of this stuff, go, go find it on the network. I think some of it's on the network. It gets confusing because not everything is in that time period um, from WCW. Um, like, Saturday nights on, like, the main events and stuff, like, only some of them are. But they, they have the clashes and, and the pay-per-views, so you can kind of piece it together from that. But anyways, let's get to the Halloween Havoc since I completely forgot about it. There's four matches scheduled. First off, we have Rhea Ripley taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Just a regular standard little match, which, whatever, doesn't really fit in the Halloween Havoc vibe. But they announced it, so we'll talk about it. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley to beat uh, Raquel Gonzalez. 
Uh, then we have a, uh, what's it called? The, um, uh, I'm going to have to look it up. House of Horrors match? No, that's that can't be right. That was, that was what um, um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton had. Uh, Cameron Grimes is taking on Dexter Loomis. Oh, speaking of which, and I completely forgot about this, on small screen sweeps, they're bringing back Dexter. Wow, that just reminded me. They're bringing back Dexter's Showtime announced they're going to do a uh, bringing back Dexter sometime next year for, I think they said 10 episode, kind of like one-off series to kind of catch up on what happened to Dexter after the season finale. Wow, completely forgot about that, but thank you, Dexter Loomis, for reminding me. But Cameron Grimes is taking on Dexter Loomis. In a, uh, and if I could Google this, in a something haunted haunted house of terror match. No idea what that is. Rumor is it's going to be um, a cinematic match, which would kind of make sense given that it's called a haunted haunted house of terror match. Um, so we'll be interesting to see what that ends up being, but. Um, Cameron Grimes has been attacking Dexter Loomis a couple times, costing him some matches. Um, uh, specifically a, um, a match for the North American Championship, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I'm going to go Dexter Loomis on this one. I just feel like whatever the heck a haunted house of terror matches, um, be right up his alley. Cameron Grimes going to the moon. Not Ember Moon, though. It'll be interesting to see him of Cameron Moon, Cameron, Cameron Grimes and Ember Moon have some sort of in, counter encounter at some point, uh, but um, whatever. Uh, all right. <laughs> so then we get to the spin the wheel, make the deal matches. They're both rematches from um, NXT Takeover Thirty One. We got uh, Io Shirai defending the Women's Championship against Candice LeRae, and obviously spin the wheel, make the deal. We don't know what the match is specifically going to be. Some of the matches that are on it. Cask- casket match. Barry Live match. Trick or Street Fight match. Uh, there's a Biker's Chain match. There's a Coal Miner's Glove match. Um, there's a Shotzi Choice match. Um, I think there might be a Cage match. There's a couple other ones too. I don't remember them all. but And they, and they obviously could change them before they actually get to the show. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what it is. Ultimately, at the end of the day, though, I think Io Shirai is going to retain. I, I just I just feel like Io Shirai is going to retain. And then um, in the North American Championship match, Damian Priest defends against Johnny Organo again in another spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match. So we don't know what there will be. Uh, it be interesting to see. But um, I still think Damian Priest is going to Come out on top. I mean, I feel like it's one of those situations. And I felt like this at the takeover too. Either, Cam, uh, either Candice and Johnny both win, or they both lose. I can't see one of them winning and one of them losing. I guess it could happen, but I just feel like with what they're doing, I feel like either they both win or they both lose. So I'm gonna have them again both lose, which probably means they'll both win. But uh, those are my predictions for now. Again, um, thank you for listening. I did all this before. Uh, either we're gonna go to Drew and then some Van Halen. You know what? Let's just go to Van Halen. Either we'll go to Drew and then more Van Halen, or we'll just go to Van Halen and we'll see you next time. Maybe have an addendum, uh, uh, 
an add-on, a subsequent, uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for, uh, episode of uh, next of tomorrow with Drew. I don't know. Be on the lookout for that. We'll see what happens. Uh, but thank you everyone again for listening. And here's some Van Halen uh, for real this time. Some really some Van Halen. Uh, if I forgot anything this time around, I'm just it's just it is what it is. But uh, thank you for listening. Enjoy some Van Halen, then Drew, then Van Halen, possibly, I don't know, whatever. Bye. excited about Halloween? Yeah. Um, what are you going to be? Um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton? You're going to be Cam Newton for Halloween? Um, yes. Alright, okay. What you would be? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Oh, you would be a pumpkin. You want me to be a pumpkin? Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, or you would be, um, Bobby Rude. Bobby Rude? Yes. Uh-huh. What is be, he? I might be able to pull that off. What is Bobby Rude have? He's glorious. Um, alright, but we got uh, Hell in the Cell coming up on Sunday. Excited about that? Yeah, who's going to win? You excited about all the Hell in the Cell matches? Yeah. It's on, right, well, what? I want to need a talk. On Sunday. What? And what, what wrestling's on on Sunday? Uh, WWE. Hell in the Cell. What's on? on What's on? What time? On WWE Network. I believe the pre-show starts at 6, and then the actual thing starts at 7, although the Patriots what? are on 425, so we'll have to wait till the Patriots are over until we watch it, I think. But Where's the Patriots will be over? I don't know, but they start at 425. They're a late, late game on Sunday, so we'll... we'll Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Oh, who do you think's going to win? I think the Patriots. You think the Patriots? All right, me too. All right, so um, you did pretty well last time out on the takeover predictions. They didn't do quite as good as me. I got them all right, but you only got two wrong. The only ones you got wrong were Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, which were, makes sense that you go with both of them. And what I got, both, what I got right? You got um, Kushida right, yep. Santos Escobar. You got Ember Moon as the mystery person and Finn Balor right. So you got them all right. And what you got wrong? I got them all right, so I didn't get any wrong. I was uh, perfect. Perfect. I was I was right? Um, You got most of them. You did pretty well, four to, four to six. All right, but we got uh, Hell in the Cell coming up. There's only four matches announced so far. That's crazy. I mean, they'll probably announce more, but um, I don't know when. So we'll probably tonight during SmackDown. But you know, we're recording this. No way! Who did this? Who did this in the wrestling? I don't know what you're doing. Like, the... what is that? Oh, the too sweet. Yeah. A lot of people do the too sweet. <laughs> too many to men- Too many to mention. It started with the click back in the day. Uh, Triple H and One Two Three Kid and Razor Ramon and Diesel and Shawn Michaels, but uh, then Mike? the NWO started doing it, and 
and where? Stop! Stop! The elite and the book club. Where's the book? I ain't. I ain't know where the book club. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right, let's do it. All right, so we have four matches, and then we have two other things we gotta talk about. Uh, so Elias is taking on Jeff Hardy. Who do you think is gonna win? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Okay. Did you like Elias's song from Monday? What's the Iron song? I forget what it was called, but it was pretty good. Uh, after oh, you work, we are just getting Jeff. Yes, All right. So, next up, we got the Hell in a Cell match for the women's SmackDown Women's Championship with Bailey taking on Sasha Banks. And, Who do you think and Bailey and Sasha Banks have the old song. What? Who is the Bailey? Bailey's taking on Sasha Banks in Hell in a Cell. It's, SmackDown Women's it's Championship. Bailey have the old song. Who do you think is going to win? I need to talk to you for what? a minute. And then you actually, um, Bailey. Alexa has... doesn't have their new songs. It only has their own songs. Unless you have the Unlimited. Okay. But what do you, what do you got winning the match? Um, Bailey. You got Bailey winning? Okay. Alright, then we got a Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton in the Hell in a Cell match. Um, Who do you think's going to win? Randy Orton. Ooh, right. No, Drew McIntyre. Right, Drew McIntyre, okay. Um, Alright, then we got Roman Reigns taking on Jey Uso in a I Quit Hell in a Cell match. Uh, who do you got for the Universal Championship? Um, who's, um, who's Roman fine? Reigns versus Jey Uso. Jey Uso. And Jey you... Uso's going to beat Roman Reigns? Yeah. And okay. where you a pick? I picked Roman Reigns, but if you say Jey Uso, I picked Jey Uso. All right, and so do you think, app, so R-Truth is still the 24-7 champion, champion right now. Uh. Do you think after Hell in a Cell he will still be the champion or someone else? Do you think he'll lose it and someone else will have it? Or do you think he'll either win it or keep it or win it back by the end of the show? Uh, I pick he loses it. He loses it? Okay. Okay. So, lose it. All right. No, and I, then, I pick his right. Oh, you think he'll win it back? Yes. So, you think he'll lose it and win it back? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. So, you think our truth will have it at the end of the night? All right. Okay. That's fine. Uh, and then, finally, will Otis cash in his money in the bank briefcase? Yes or no? Yes. You say yes? Yeah. Think he's going to cash in on yes. Roman Reigns or Thank Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre. You think he's going to cash in on Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, yes, cash in. All right, then you excited for Halloween Havoc coming up next week on NXT? Um. You don't even know what Halloween Havoc is. Wow. <gasps> we were nowhere near alive but <laughs> the last time Halloween Havoc was around. Um, it's been about 20 years since the last Halloween Havoc. So, you don't even know what that is. You don't even know about spin the wheel, make the deal, do you? Are we playing? Spin the wheel, make the deal. Spin the wheel, make the deal. All right, so, we got four matches scheduled so far for this. Are we playing real games today? Maybe later. Uh, Right now, we're doing picks. All right, so, who do you got? You got Rhea Ripley or Raquel Gonzalez? Kill the Minon. What? It's Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. Kill the That's not a thing. uh, Be serious, buddy. Who do you got? Um... (laughs) Who you got? I do know. Rhea Ripley or Raquel Gonzalez? Real mini. That's not a person. <laughs> Drew, come on, seriously. Who you got? Real, real Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I can't know that girl. Those two Who, girls. Raquel Gonzalez or Rhea Ripley? Really Ripley. Is that what you're trying to say, Rhea Ripley? <laughs> yeah. All right, next up we got Dexter Loomis taking on Cameron Grimes in a, what's it called, a, a horror... No, a uh, haunted house terror match. Um, okay. 
I believe that's what it's called. Uh, Camomina. No, Cameron Grimes or Dexter Loomis. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, right? I to know. the moon. Uh, yeah. Get him to the moon. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, in a spin the wheel, make the deal match for the NXT Women's Championship, we got Io Shirai taking on Candice LeRae. What do you got? Io Shirai. Io Shirai. All right. And then finally, we got Johnny Gargano challenging Damian Priest for the North American Championship in another spin the wheel, make the deal match. Who do you got? Um, Pina Nina. No, it's not Damian Priest or Johnny Gargano. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. All right. Bye. There we go. So that's next Wednesday on uh, NXT, Halloween Havoc. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Spin the deal, make the deal. All right. You got anything else you want to say about Halloween or okay, candy? Okay, Bina Nina Mina. Don't need to yell into it. Uh, anything about Halloween? Okay. Candy? What's your favorite kind of candy? What do you What do you want? Okay, Snickers. Snickers. You want some Snickers? All right. Send Drew all your Snickers that you get for Halloween. Although <laughs> I don't know that trick or treating is actually happening. Uh, Wait, what are you doing? You're doing um. Duh. A tailgating thing or what? What's it called? Uh. Instead of trick or treating, you're doing something, right? Yeah. What's it called? It's called yike. And you need are you done working? Not yet. And what is it for? You still gotta do it. It's four o'clock. Yeah, it's four o'clock. Okay. What, but what was the what was the thing you what was this thing you called? You go to the Halloween and buy some candy. You just go buy some candy. Yes. You know, trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat. No, but is there? But no, what was aren't you doing something special instead of trick or treating? Um, yike. I don't know, but I think they're gonna make something it. to do with cars. I don't remember what it was. Okay, make some candy and crank a minor. All right, that's enough, Drew. All right, say goodbye to everyone. And I want Drew. Let me ask you one um, question. Okay, right, go ahead. What do you want to say? Um, she knew me now. If you're not gonna be serious, let's. Uh, I got. I, I do have a question for you though. What? What do you think about Van Halen? Do you like Van Halen? <laughs> no. Do you, know any, do you know any Van Halen songs? Okay. Do you know Panama? What's Panama say? Well, Panama's gonna. So you don't know Panama? Well, if you don't know Panama, you're gonna you're gonna hear it right now.